Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I know this is probably unfair to ask this question right now Mm. because the draft still hasn't happened. But right now, do you think the Steelers are better in 2023 than they were in 2022? That's tough. I, I'd say you're about the same. I think you're slightly better. I think uh, we've we've had this conversation each of the past couple of years, right, ever since the end of Ben's career was approaching, and there were pieces that were gained and that were significant, but pieces that were lost that were also significant, but you always felt better slightly. You remember we had this conversation back a while ago, Tom, how each of the last couple of seasons – there was this false kind of sense of optimism. You wanted to get yourself excited, but when you thought about it, you were entering Ben's last season. Uh, the first time you were entering the COVID season after Ben went down for the year with his elbow injury, you had no idea how he would come back. You were just kind of unwillingly or, or I guess, overly optimistic without really any real kind of logic or reason that he would just come back and be like the normal pre-surgery Ben. And then post-2020, you had the wild card loss against the Browns. You thought, well, they have to bounce back, right? They're going to be this great team. I mean, yeah, they're not going to start 11-0, but they've got to be great. It could be Ben's last year. And, of course, they stumbled their way to a 9-7-1 and record. And then last year, you had Kenny Pickett as a rookie, and you're thinking, well, great, we finally got the mobile quarterback. We've got to win 11 games this year, right? We finally have the young quarterback that – Matt Cannon has been looking for the mobile quarterback that Mike Tomlin has always been talking about, but he was a rookie and there's going to be rust. Not every rookie can come in as hot and as ready as Patrick Mahomes can't like, like, like Patrick Mahomes did. And again, you found your, your way to a nine and eight record. But this year, Tom, I really feel like when we say, Oh, I think this team is better off than it was in, in the season prior. I do think that there is, a grounding to that there there is a basis to that to that claim so I do think on paper right now maybe roster wise it's not without question better but I do think there is more reason to be optimistic moving forward in 2023 than there was in 2022 yeah I think they're a young team obviously and they played really well post bye week last year, you know, winning seven of nine games down the stretch. So you saw improvement at the end of last season. Right. Like how so about- I think it's just going to naturally continue that way. And I don't know how much they're going to improve, but I think they are going to be a better team 
if health permits it. How about in 2020, right? You start the season 11 and 0, but finish 12 and 4, included. Right. And on top of that, the wild card loss. Compare that to this year, where you started two and six, you finished and, strong, and finished really strong, and your quarterback finished strong too. It wasn't just the team finished strong despite the quarterback play or vice versa. Everyone finished strong on this team, so I'll, that's why I'm, I'm more optimistic than I have been in the past. Well, they don't have to be better than their 2022 selves. They just have to be better than the 14 teams that they're playing on their schedule this year. We're not going to do the let's go and pick the record and pick the schedule week by week because that hasn't happened yet. The schedule hasn't been released, and God, I can't wait for that cliche radio when we do go oh, through it great. week by week. But what we're going to do today is we're going to play a little mm-hmm mm. or uh-uh, uh. and we're just going to look at each opponent that the Steelers have on their schedule and home, away, throw that out of the picture just on paper. Are the Steelers better than this team right now in your mind, or are they worse than this team right now in your mind? So... Let's kick things off here with our division foes, the teams that you play twice. I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going to go, mm-hmm. I think the Steelers right now with are better than the Cleveland Browns. I'm with you, Tom. I'd say mm-hmm as well. There's just so – as much as there is unknown in Pittsburgh, right, at the cornerback position, the uh, offensive tackles, the inside linebacker, I think, yes, the, the Cleveland Browns roster is always going to be the preseason favorite for everyone – but when you realistically look at the team, there's very little leadership. The quarterback play is just – that's got to be the biggest question mark for them for sure. I mean, I think you could say that the Steelers in a roundabout way are more are, – are are happier with their quarterback than the Browns are with theirs. Uh, I think that's in TBD a, still. In a roundabout way just because – Deshaun There's Watson a lot less last drama year. Around our well, for that's certain, for sure. For certain. And the, Deshaun the, Watson coming back. The PR back departments are having a are much a lot easier happier time in Pittsburgh. with Pittsburgh. Yes. But even so, the play that you saw to Deshaun Watson last year, I mean, remember his, his numbers in the season finale last year in, in mid-January? Horrible, right? The guy really wasn't doing anything, and yeah, that he looked, was— He didn't look special at all against Pittsburgh in that game. No, and, and that was just a microcosm of how he looked really for the whole season. Remember, that team, that offense was operating at a higher level with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback than Deshaun Watson. So I, I do think that it's not unfair to say that the Steelers— are expect or can be expected to be a better team than the than the Browns. Yeah, I saw, you know, odds were released recently for the over-unders and win totals and the Steelers and the Ravens were at eight and a half. The Browns were at nine and a half. And of course the Cincinnati Bengals were the favorite with eleven and a half wins. And it just feels like the same trap that the uh bookmakers make that the media makes every offseason with the Cleveland Browns for the past three years, where they just get overrated and they get overvalued. Uh, not only do I think that the Steelers honestly have, obviously the Browns have more talent in some positions, but overall I just think it's a more talented roster in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously just the stability of the organizations and the coaching, right. the coaching mismatch well, is yeah, just I through mean, the roof. Stefanski is going to be on, on a hot seat this year. On a huge hot seat, but also on watch for how much, right? There's got to be like some kind of like Stefanski watch. How much will he underutilize Nick Chubb Again this year. Yeah, how badly will he mangle the identity of that offense? So the, a lot of reasons why I would think mm-hmm. for the Steelers yes. being better than the Browns. Yes, I'm with you. Moving on to the Baltimore Ravens. This one's a tricky one, but I'm just going to assume that Lamar's not, not going to be there, there because and I so, don't think he's going to be there, and therefore, mm-hmm. yeah, they're yeah. better than the Ravens without Lamar. I think it's closer than people think with Lamar. Maybe, you know, if you were looking at them – you know, Ravens versus the field versus Steelers versus the field, you'd obviously rather take the Ravens. But in a head-to-head matchup, 
Steelers play Lamar really well and have been doing a pretty damn good job against Baltimore since the Lamar tenure had started. In fact, I right. think when he's hurt and the backups are in or when the Steelers struggle more uh, against the Ravens. But with Lamar, I think it's close, assuming he's not going to be there, whether he's on another team or he's just sitting out the season because he doesn't want to play under the tag. I think the Steelers right now are sitting at an mm-hmm against the Ravens, which is nice because that puts you at second place in the division right now. Right. I, I I agree with you. If Lamar returns, though, you're probably going to go, mm-mm. I'd probably go, uh-uh, but, but it's but, not a huge gap. But Lamar, went on the Ravens, is not a guaranteed guy to play 15, 16, 17 nope. games. So, that's, that's why it's not like a total, right. uh-uh. I'd be like, uh-uh. If, it was, if we were doing this with this roster on the Steelers right now, but transported back to 2019, the year after Lamar's MVP season, I'd say, uh-uh, don't even second-guess it. People the Ravens have, are a better team. People have feared Lamar less and less as each year passes. From as they MVP. rightfully should. Remember, 2019 was his uh, MVP season. 2020 got banged up a little bit, had COVID, I think. And then the last two seasons, he hurt, is, hurt. he hurt and hurt. He He did not finish the season. And admitted that he didn't want to play hurt last year. Right. Like we got a little bit of clarity there. I know that was a big drama Wanted at the to end help of the season. Himself is out he going to play? Is he, yeah. Can he play in the wild card game against the Bengals? It was, he said that, he didn't say that, you know, I could have played, I was cleared, and I chose not to. I think it was just a matter of, I could have told the doctors no, but I decided to make the business decision and, and not risk further injury for the one wild card game against Cincinnati. I'll say this too, with Lamar probably being out of Baltimore, if we were Cleveland Browns Nation Radio, would you say mm-hmm, for them being better than the Ravens right now too? Like Ooh. if if Lamar's gone, are the Ravens the basement dwellers in your mind? No, because didn't they finish above uh, Cleveland last year? Anyways, well, and Pittsburgh, yeah, they finished in second. Right, right. So I, I'd still say you give Lamar or you give the Ravens a full season with uh, Tyler Huntley and Antonio Bryant that. They're they're about even par, right, with the Browns. Would you say that's fair? I yeah. Because if let, you let, like think about it, if you it go way. into the season, if I you think... enter the offseason with Tyler Huntley as your guy, he's a mobile enough quarterback. He fits the system well enough. We know he's not a great passer. It's certainly not as good as Lamar is, but he's mobile enough that he can fit the system. I think that John Harbaugh, who's a great coach, admittedly, can work his way around organizing an offense to to uh, to tailor toward Tyler Huntley. And the defense we know is great, right? Even though they cut Clay's Campbell, there are still so many pieces in that secondary. Uh, Roquan Smith was a huge addition in the fact that they re-signed him as well. I think the team is overall good enough to be at par, if not slightly better than the Browns, without Lamar for the whole season. It depends. On, to me, Tom, it depends more on Deshaun Watson than it does the the Ravens. I think there's just a, a group of three and then the team at the top when it comes to the AFC yeah, North. Yeah, yeah, right I now. agree with you. And That's a great our last opponent, it. the Cincinnati Bengals, is the only one in the North I'm going to go, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I mean, and it's a pretty stern uh-uh. I mean, unless Joe Burrow goes down, I don't see that changing. And let's put it this way. Will the Steelers beat the Bengals from time to time in this next five to ten year run of Joe Burrow and company? Of course. They did last right. year. They split with the, the Bengals last year. But I'm just saying, as far as you know, stacking up with them, competing with them for divisions, it's an uh-uh this year and yeah, probably I agree for a you. long time to come. 
I agree with you. And that's it, not a knock on the Steelers not getting better. No, it's better. just they got the quarterback. They, they got, got the, the guy. guy. The second best guy in the league right now in my mind. So Yeah, he's up there. He, he's, he's certainly up there. The fact that he's going toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes uh, for the being the best quarterback in football right now, that's got to say something considering how dominant Patrick Mahomes has been ever since he entered the league. Yeah, I mean, they got the guy. And the the roles have reversed, right? The Bengals were looking up at the Steelers saying, God, they got, even though they had drafted Carson Palmer, what, the year or two before Ben Roethlisberger came into the league? Yes. I believe the year before. Carson Palmer didn't last nearly as long and didn't find success as early in his career as Ben Roethlisberger did. And now here the role, the roles are reversed. The Steelers are hoping that their young quarterback can work out, whereas the Bengals know their young guy is the guy. And if that guy ever leaves Cincinnati before year 15 with the team, I consider it a huge, huge, huge miss on the Bengals' part of not retaining that talent, not being able to retain that kind of talent. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, moving on to the teams that are outside of the division, the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm, pretty mm-hmm. easy, mm-hmm, right? Yeah, even though they're going to get a quarterback, I, I still don't worry about it. doesn't do it enough for me, yeah. They're pretty good against rookie quarterbacks in their history, and I just think that the Texans are a team that I would be very happy with them if I was a team because I'm in the AFC South. So the mountain to climb towards the top of that division is the elevation is a lot lower than the other three. So you're right. you're lucky as far as that's concerned. You've got the first uh second pick this year in the draft. You will be able to get one of the top tier quarterbacks. Whoever the Panthers take, you'll have the the chance to take the the next best one available. So I think that the Texans are are building towards something, obviously. Yeah, clearly. Good for the Steelers to get them on the schedule in this kind of year, though, where there's still a year or two In that transition phase. And you don't, I mean, unless whoever they hit on quarterback, unless whoever they hit on quarterback is, you know, as successful as early on as as his career as Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow was, or were rather, then I'm still not going to be that afraid. Yeah, it's still probably He could have, you know, he could lead them to five wins, whoever that guy is, whether it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, I just don't see the Steelers being one of those five wins. Exactly. I, I'd still give them an mm, yeah. mm-hmm if right. I was looking right. at Steelers right. versus Now, Texans. here's the thing, Tom. If the Steelers, once again, are dealing with an injury-riddled T.J. Watt season... Right, of course. But we're looking at this as kind of in a vacuum. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'd still say the Steelers are better overall. Like, they lose their best player, and we know the record with and without TJ. I think overall the Steelers will be—will get, like, what, their second or third one ever without TJ if he's not present for that game or on the field for Uh, that game? 
You better hope so. Be the third win. Yeah, you better hope so. In the NFC, the Arizona Cardinals. Now they're coming to Akershire, but again, that doesn't matter in this exercise. It's a tricky one here, I think. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go mm-hmm as well. But it's a slight. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't say so. I I think the roster's gonna have some changeover. Obviously, yeah. It's a new I head mean, coach. DeAndre Hopkin, Hopkins, Hopkins is be leaving. There. Right. Yeah. The defense lost J.J. Watt. The defense lost a season ago Chandler Jones. Yeah, it shouldn't be that much of a problem for me to go. Mm-hmm, but I I don't know. Maybe I still like believe which, in Kyler it, it Murray depends. a little like, bit. Which Kyler Murray are you getting? Maybe Jonathan Gannon unlocks something in Kyler Murray. Yeah. And but then again, I'm sitting here and I'm like, Cliff Kingsbury was an offensive guru, and Murray was his guy. Like he trade he wanted Murray a year removed from taking Josh Rosen. He had the Cardinals organization take Kyler Murray because he liked him so much. He wanted him to run his offense, and look how that worked out for him. And you still have to question if Kyler Murray is that, you know, locked into football right now. I mean, you can't just ignore what was put into that contract last year and then quickly taken out when the public backlash happened of him not watching enough film or needing to watch this amount of film per week and, you know, not playing as much Call of Duty. Like, that's a real problem with a young quarterback. You you, you wonder if his maturity level is going to be where it needs to be at this current yeah. spot in his career. And I just don't know what kind of, like, what kind of control, <clears throat> excuse me, control would the new coaching regime actually have over him? Yeah, I, I don't know either. I mean, he didn't listen to the old coaching regime. Right. So what's he going to do with right. this new one now that he's even more of a veteran in the NFL? I mean, Cardinals need him more than he need they need that head coach. I think that's definitely the way that he would look at it. So... I give a very slight mm-hmm for the Steelers here. Uh, yeah, I, I go more than slight, Tom. <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm I'm gonna go mm-hmm. again. Yeah, I right. mm-hmm. think that that's another team kind of in the same boat as the Texans, where we're kind of holding our breath and seeing what they do at the quarterback position. We all know it won't be Matt Ryan though, so right. you can't get much slower than that at that position. Uh, he looked like a corpse back there. So Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, maybe it's somebody else. I still think that they're a team that kind of missed their window. They, I think, for the past three or four seasons had a Super Bowl caliber roster, and I think we're kind of the sexy pick for people to make uh, with Phil. Oh, I like them a lot going into what twenty twenty one with Phil Rivers too. Yeah, I was okay. Maybe all the old Cowboy Rivers can get something done with this roster. I like Jonathan Taylor. I like their offensive line. I like their defense. Same thing with Matt Ryan. You're thinking, okay, I like this trade, honestly. Maybe Matt Ryan still has a little bit of tread on the tire. He comes into a team that can protect him better than Atlanta, has more weapons than Atlanta, has a better defense than Atlanta, and maybe they'll be a better team next year, a team that can contend. Well, they ended up looking like Atlanta last year, mm-hmm. the Colts did. So I think that now you know that <clears throat> line's getting a little bit worse. Taylor and Darius Leonard, really your best player on offense and your best player mm-hmm. on defense, were banged up last year. I know you still have Michael Pittman, and he's a pretty good wide receiver, but T.Y. Hilton days are, are long gone yeah, now. Yeah, he's off the team, yeah. It's, it's I think, a moment where the, the Colts had this roster with Frank Reich that could have made a lot of noise in the playoffs, just never really got that quarterback position figured out and really got so hard done by by luck retiring. Yeah, I mean, the luck retirement, the early retirement thing, that's something that no one saw coming, right? When that broke, when that news broke, it really shook the NFL world for about a week or so because, I mean, <clears throat> you hear a week, but that's about – it's pretty good for NFL news, right? It because is there's good. so much going on that to dominate news headlines or, or headlines in general for a week, that's pretty good. But 
I mean, the fact that they've started every single season since with a different starting quarterback, I believe now that that streak, whatever it's up to, that streak is now up to like the second longest streak in NFL history uh, with a guaranteed different starting quarterback entering week one. It's like eight seasons now, right? Because it was Brissett, it was Rivers, it was Ryan, it was Wentz, it was somebody else, I think, and now it's going to be a, a seventh or sixth guy or I don't even know. I just It's ridiculous the fact that this franchise who was such such a, a steadfast and 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 an elite team for quarterbacks for so many years, right? They just went Peyton Manning for almost two decades or so and then one year off only to get Andrew Luck and then once he retired very early on, they've just been cycling guys every single year. So I have no idea who's going to start a quarterback for them. I assume, right, it's going to be one of the rookies. I just don't know which one. But as you said earlier, when we were talking about the Houston Texans, uh, the Steelers do a pretty good job against uh, historically against rookie quarterbacks. And overall, like you mentioned too, the team hasn't really improved uh, <clears throat> roster on the on the roster overall. So I can't see if this team lost to the Steelers last year, I can't see them beating the Steelers this year. All right, this next team I think we're going to disagree on. Okay, let me hear it. Green Bay Packers. I'm going to go uh-uh. Even though Rodgers uh-uh. is out of there. I'm going uh-uh as well. I think, you know, Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett kind of have similar question marks at the position. So Love could be good. Okay, but, like, but he hasn't played that much. The one thing he, I, he I give, a the one edge I give to the Steelers, though, is the fact that Jordan Love doesn't have nearly as much experience as Kenny Pickett at starting that's, quarterback. That's fair. He's started three games in his career so far. But I'm saying the potential is still there for Love. Packers' defense is pretty comparable to the Steelers' defense, I think. Steelers' defense is better, but Packers' is, is good defense. It's getting there. Running game in Green Bay is further along than the Steelers' is, and the offensive line is much further along than the Steelers' yeah, is. Yeah, they've so got the give it a uh-uh there. They've got the guy in, in Green Bay, Bakhtiari, uh, it's right, they just, have their anchor. I don't know where the offense, where is Matt LaFleur going to lead this offense without Aaron Rodgers? Because you know how deadly they are with Aaron Jones at running back and um, A.J. Dillon. I just don't know, is he going to go to them more so now that Aaron Rodgers is gone? Or is he going to say, no, we're still like a pass-first team. We're going to go with our quarterback being the guy. Well, he was the OC in Tennessee before he went to Green Bay. So maybe he taps into a little Derrick Henry kind of yeah, offense maybe. there. I mean, but you can't compare Derrick Henry to, to Jones and Dylan. and Dylan. Right. But that's a pretty damn good one-two punch. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's one of the better ones for sure. I just don't know. We haven't seen Matt LaFleur in Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. Right. So I have it's the unknown there. I but I think that unknown, Tom, really leads me to believe that the Steelers where, do we know where the game is played? Is it it's is it in, in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? It'll be yeah. in Pittsburgh. It, it, it's a tricky team. I think it's closer than people might think because of Rodgers being out of there. Yeah. And, and that's the obvious headline player for the Packers. But I I'm actually I, I think we're both in agreement, right? We said uh-uh. Yeah, I'm surprised you would think that I would think because usually be you're the cynic and I'm the optimist when it comes to the schedule. Like when we're predicting game by game, usually I'm the one who's saying, Oh yeah, I can see twelve wins easily and you're like, What are you talking about? I got seven wins. 
So I'm surprised that you thought I would say no to that one, especially knowing. I guess that it's I just don't Pittsburgh. know you as much as I thought I did. No, nope, we just share the but same birthday. That's don't it. Don't fall into that folly. I told you, home or away doesn't matter in this one. We're just looking at it on paper. So don't All right. say that it's okay, in okay, okay, okay. But it's still on paper. I think the Packers are a little bit better. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, I'm gonna go. go uh uh-uh. uh. And they're not as yeah, good as Jacksonville I'm right go, now. I'm gonna go uh uh. And especially at that quarterback position, right? Because he had. His breakout year towards the end and of last year. You know what? As much as we respect Mike Tomlin and all that he's done in nearly two decades of coaching in Pittsburgh, uh, they have a coach now in Jacksonville. Oh, it's yeah. not just they have a quarterback and they have some guys on the roster. It's um at random positions. They have the whole pack. They he got the quarterback been the coach of the year last. They year. got the court. I agree. They got the quarterback. They got the roster. Defense is still a little questionable. But I think it's good. It's getting better. Great uh, players at each level and young players right. at each level. I think that's what's super important there is that overall that roster was really young, has a long time to play with each other. And don't forget they get Calvin Ridley this year, that's, which is keeps a huge slipping from my mind. Your offense. Because that offense last year was deadly, was effective. Christian Kirk was a number one wide receiver right. last year. He's probably their number two if Ridley plays like he used to in Atlanta, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, depending on who, which guy Lawrence builds a better bond with, I mean, maybe he played this whole season and said, I don't care how good Ridley is, Kirk's my guy. Kirk, Ridley, and Ingram at tight end are well, three really good targets. Well, I think, too, targets. the Ingram signing, everyone was saying, well, he didn't work out in New York. Is he really going to be that much better in Jacksonville? Yes. Uh, yeah, he is. He's their best player. Give I him think. a better quarterback, well, and yeah. Best target, I think, down the stretch for, for Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, they, he they really, he really, really shined as the season went on. And Travis Etienne at running back, too. Yes. I mean, a what a, bounce, a huge bounce back so for them. So good that they were able to move on from James Robinson, something that we at the beginning of the year were kind of like, why would you trade James Robinson? Especially ATN's when ends just a dog. He needs all the carries. Especially when ATN in his rookie year went down for the season. But he's a that, how How wild has that running back carousel been in Jacksonville where you've gone from, oh, my God, we have an unra- undrafted rookie in James Robinson who was incredible, ran for 1,000 yards. This is our guy. And the very next year, you draft Travis Etienne. You're thinking, why would you waste a draft pick on this guy when you have James Robinson? He goes down for the year, so you just go right back to Robinson. The following year, well, Urban, Etienne— Urban benched Robinson, too, at some points because Urban was a terrible coach, but yes. Yeah, right. Well, Urban Meyer, you're going to throw that just completely out of mind. Just disassociate that name with that what franchise. What's your kind of descri- what path you're going down here, though, Jacob? You're describing a good front office and a good organization. Well, and then and then to correcting to, to the finish stakes. it, right? Like you come back from you come back that next year, Travis Etienne, you don't know how he's going to bounce back having never played in the NFL. He does enough where you say 5 or 6 weeks in, all right, yeah. The Jets lost uh Brees Powell. Give him give James Robinson to the Jets and we'll go forward with Travis Etienne and hit a great season. And I think he's going to continue to have a great season. And Steelers have trouble with the Jags too. So just another little thing to put in the back of your head. Even when they're bad, the Jags. No, they absolutely side. struggle. Here's another team that they struggle with a lot. The Raiders. They're they're better than the Raiders though. They're better than the Raiders. Even if Jimmy G's coming in and plugging in play or plugging in place of of Carr, I'm still gonna go. Still picking the Steelers in this one. They're a better team than the Raiders. I don't know if I really believe in McDaniels as a head coach. And I don't either. Listen, 
they got Jimmy G in, and I think that they're doing the like optimism because it's a change. They got worse at the quarterback position. Carr is better than Jimmy G right Carr now. Carr is better I would much than rather Jimmy have Derek G. Carr than Jimmy G. And I know he was terrible on Hoth last year when the Steelers when he played the Steelers on Franco night. Oh, you're saying Derek Carr? Derek Carr was. Okay, but before okay. that game, Carr used to car yes. the Steelers up. I yes. mean, it was one of his best opponents uh, until he had to play them on Hoth on Franco night, and then he was just awful. But I am welcoming. Not seeing Derek Carr under center for that team. I'm with you. And I think the Steelers, despite this being a bogey team, it's an mm-hmm, they're better than them. I know. This is one of the more confident. This isn't the worst team on their schedule, but I'm still very confident in this mm-hmm. Oh, see, I'm a little, I'm a little it's wary. It's a bogey team. That's yeah. Why. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, we exor- maybe Franco helped exercise those demons, though. Maybe. Franco I'd love that. New England Patriots. I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's close. And that's, oh, see, I don't know. That's going to be a dogfight of a game. I think. Really, the only thing to me that keeps it, that uh, excuse me that keeps it close is Bill Belichick and the defense. Yes, of course. I am worried about Bill O'Brien though coming in and maybe I don't know getting the offense. Let's put it this way: okay. offense can't be worse run than it was last year. It's going to be a better unit. Than here's it was last my year. here's my observation. Right? What if they get Lamar too? They already said they're not. They they just said yesterday they're not going to be doing that. My observation, Tom, is that Mac Jones in each of his three years in the NFL will have a different OC. Yeah, calling that's plays. very tough. But this is the right OC, I think. Too little, too late, though. Maybe I, I think that could. Yeah, be I mean, what, it was McDaniel's two years ago, right? Oh, I guess you're right. So that is a legit offensive coordinator. Yeah, he's better than O'Brien in my mind as an OC. Right, but good, O'Brien's good at least there. familiar with the team. He's had two good offensive coordinators, and he's had one that should never be an offensive coordinator. It's the same thing. It's almost the same thing as Jeff Saturday being a head coach coming right off the desk at, at, at it first might be take worse or than get that. up. It might be worse than that because as a head I don't coach, know. Head, at least, at least. At least he was in the league Maybe. coaching. He was he was a head coach. Uh, he was a head coach. Still, man, like he had no experience calling plays. Whatsoever. Okay, what coaching experience did Jeff Saturday have You're above right. Friday You're right. Night Lights? You're right. You're right. They're both terrible, terrible moves. Yeah, right. Patricia at least gets to fall back into the fold of a defensive coordinator. Patricia, at least you could say he was an NFL head coach at one point. Look, he, he was still terrible. On, he's still yeah, on the staff. Yeah, he was terrible at that in Detroit. Saturday's back in the studio right now. Patricia's still on a coaching staff. All right, the L.A. Rams. I'm going to go, mm-hmm. I I'm think they're go, better than the Rams. Mm-hmm, I, I as really well. do. I think the Rams are aging out, obviously. They still have some talent. If Stafford is healthy, I think that's a different story. But I'm actually betting on Stafford not being him same self this year. I think that injury it's hard to might come see back a little from. bit of a big Ben effect to it where I he's mean, just we not going to be the same. We saw what it did to Big Ben, right, that same kind of injury. Maybe that zip ain't going to be there for Stafford anymore. You know what's kind of weird, Tom, is that didn't you feel there was more buzz around is Aaron Donald going to return after the Super Bowl win by the Rams than there is this year? Maybe just because that team won the Super Bowl, there's more of a spotlight on a team that wins the Super Bowl. Rather no, you're than... right. He's been kind of quiet this year about his his. I haven't heard a peep out of that guy. Yeah, and you'd think that he would be every year kind of doing that. Well, maybe I will, maybe right. I won't. I don't know. I would have guessed this year would have been slightly amplified just because it's another year. He's getting older. The team got worse. Why would he want to come back? I don't know. McVay decided to come back, though, so maybe that, right. that signals that. The McVay thing back. is so weird to me, saying, yeah, coaches, all my guys, go ahead and look for other jobs. doesn't bother me. And now, now he's, he's back. back. Now yeah. He's back. I don't know. Maybe... 
Maybe he's having a change of heart every single night when it comes to his decision-making for his future. Sticking in that NFC West, the San Francisco 49ers, uh-uh. Easy, uh-uh. Might be the biggest uh-uh on the I schedule. agree. It's I never agree. Cincinnati in my mind. That I, that's, uh-uh yep, is. yep, 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 yep. I yep, mean, they're yep, just yep. too damn good. They're a top-four team in the NFL, in my mind, heading into next season, and that's despite still not knowing the quarterback they situation. They might. Like, the fact that they're always perennially thought of like we think of them and they still can't get the quarterback position right just tells you how freaking good they are as a team. I don't like and they're I like, think Mac- full year of McCaffrey, dude. Like what right. the heck? Like they got so much better. Right now, because of the injuries to Purdy and the uncertainty with Trey Lance. Is Sam Darnold going to start week one? He might start week one. I think that Trey Lance is ahead of schedule than what they thought, and it seemed like GM John Lynch at the owners' meetings gave a very big vote of confidence in Lance as potentially being their guy. But that's a move. You make that move for Darnold for your third-string quarterback because you think you might have to use him. That's a pretty high-profile third-string quarterback. Can you imagine how much better this team would be if they didn't? sell the team essentially to get Trey Lance that one year. Yeah, it's amazing to think who they would have. Probably still just Jimmy G playing uh, the quarterback spot. He had one of his best seasons last year before he got hurt, Jimmy G. So the what-if game with him there is fun to play. Um, Listen, if they have to go five weeks with Sam Darnold, they'll go like three and two or four and one. Like they'll, they'll be just fine with him. That offense, it almost runs itself. If you are just a competent... <sighs> skilled player, I think you'll be just fine playing quarterback for a short period of time there. Tom, now, if you got to trust Darnold for a full season, he's going to blow it up in your face at some point. Yeah, absolutely. You can't you, you can't saw, start and end the season with Darnold. But you saw him in Carolina for three games, go 3-0. and Like, he can do that. And then what did he do after? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, if you yeah, only need yeah, him yeah. for three weeks, right, right, he can he get you off do to it. a good start. And, and that was in Carolina. Exactly. So like, this is a much better team. They're just so good. I just this I, is an easy yeah, uh-huh. easy uh uh-huh. I just I went back to look at exactly what was given up to get Trey Lance. The Niners traded away traded with traded first round picks with the Dolphins that year, but then also traded away the twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three first round draft picks. What could have been? Like this team is without two first round draft picks. And they're still amazing. And they're still, like you said, a top four team. The Tennessee Titans. I'm going to say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're better than the Tennessee yeah. Titans. They're in limbo right now. In fact, I just saw a recent mock draft done by Mike Tannenbaum, the former GM, that had them taking Anthony Richardson, had him falling to 11, and having having the Titans taking him at number 11. What a swing and a miss Malik Willis was. Thank right. God the Steelers didn't take him right. like some people thought they might last year. Everybody knew he was a project. You can't even get the project. He's kind of like he was right kind of like the Trey Lance of last year's draft, except for the fact that he had more experience. Did they and ruin he him? Still had more questions. Tom by having to play him Tom, last year. There's a great hypothetical question out there that I mean, if Malik threw- Willis came to Pittsburgh, right, rather than go to would he have baked Tennessee. behind Mitch Trubisky all year long and and but like not you learn from Trubisky, you learn from the Steelers you coaching staff. Play. You don't have to play. Maybe you you redshirt your fresh your your rookie year. I mean, you remember the game last year where he threw like three passes right, total, like that. He just wasn't ready. I I I want to say I don't want to put too much blame on the Titans or Malik, but I think it's kind of an player. even. I think it's there's even blame. He just he wasn't player, ready, and, and it, he went to the wrong team. Yeah, and finally, the Seattle Seahawks. 
This is a tricky oh, one. Oh, that is. I might go. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm gonna go. Uh, uh. On yeah. This one too. G- is it? Gino's I, a little further along than Kenny right now. They're running. I mean, what game do you mean? This guy's been in the league along. for ten years. I'm just saying, it's a fact. Their running game's a little further along. I take that Steelers defense over that Seattle defense, though. You know, you've said that a couple of times now with the Green Bay Packers, for example. Do you really believe that the Steelers are not coming along in the run game? They are. I'm just saying I think that these teams are maybe a little bit in front of them. Although Seattle's tough because Seattle's running a rookie. They you know, just Penny, and Penny they just got rid year. of Penny. So they're down to one guy. Even though they were down to one guy because Penny was hurt, they were only going with Walker. But now they have no option, right? It's just Walker. But Walker's really good. Yeah, I, I agree. But is would you take Walker or Najee? Right now, probably Najee. Yeah. I still think they're both potential top five running backs in the league, though. Like, they could be the next Yeah, ones. I think Najee, just because I've seen it more, one more time, I guess, than Kenneth Walker, Najee's got more potential for me, but I think top ten easily for both. But I, I, I think that we're you may be selling the Steelers' run game short a little bit Maybe here. Like, the offensive line coming along. Just got a lot of, a lot more pieces uh, just before the draft. If they get, if they land a tackle in the first round with pick 17, I'd be really confident moving forward with that rushing offense. You may, you may see, you know, even though Najee, once again, for the second time of his career in a 17-game season, inched and clawed every single the way, every step of the way to a thousand yards. Again, in a 17 game season, I I may say that he gets there pretty comfortably. Like maybe around like week 14, week 15 this year. Nine mm-hmms, five uh-uhs. I don't think the Steelers have that tough of a schedule this year. And then remember too that three of those games yeah, are repeats. Division games, yeah. So that's why it's nine and five instead of the actual record it would be, but I don't know. Like nine said, wins. We just counted nine wins. Like, there should be nine wins. Yeah. And like I said, we'll, we'll do it for real. And you don't know, maybe a back-to-back road game. So maybe like a Cardinals game gets a little trickier. And who knows? Maybe like you get that. flexed to that Thursday night game. I, I know they're not exactly. doing that. So like you, but maybe they get the most. I, I think they said the most Thursday night games you can play this year was two. But they don't count Thanksgiving week. So what if they get the Thursday night game three, on Thanksgiving? Yeah, they get like, three Thursday week games. So obviously there's Thursday nuance games. with the schedule. But on paper, just matching up, I don't think it's a tough schedule this year. I think I agree. You know, they can take advantage of finishing in third place in the division and having to play a third place schedule that year. Yes, I think that that can. And I think kind of, uh, I think yeah, they'll have a third place schedule this year. If Lamar comes back, they they may kind of just coast along with that third place schedule for a couple of years. If Lamar's in Baltimore, then the nine mm-hmm's might be eight. Mm-hmm's. But also, right. they get a third place schedule kind of. Year in, year out, though, wouldn't you say? It, would, it wouldn't have been the worst thing ever to go 8-9 and nine last year and get the fourth-place schedule. That's all I'm going to say. But you want to beat the Browns, and Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. But also, too, I'll push back on that and say, you know, that fourth-place schedule really only has an impact on, what, four games on the season? That's so, a significant amount. So, okay, well, here you go. It's instead of quarter of the season. Instead of playing the Patriots, you'd be playing the Jets. Are you, Who could be better? Because could be of better. Rogers. Instead of playing the Texans, or instead of uh, no, sorry, you're playing instead, the of, instead you of playing the, the Raiders, South. you're playing the Broncos. Who could be better? Could be I'd better. Rather play the Raiders. Then, I'd rather play the Raiders than the Broncos. And then, um, who's the team? Uh, instead of playing the Packers, you'd be playing the Lions or or the Bears. Okay, so the Bears is the only one that you'd rather be playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although, is Justin Fields going to play the whole season? Is he going to be really is, good? Maybe Jordan Love. 
stinks too. Like that's yeah, right. something that we just don't. So I don't really know. Even though you said a quarter of the season, the the, the four teams we went through: Patriots versus the Jets. Uh, who else was it? It was the uh, Texans, the Broncos. Right, right. Raiders versus the Broncos, and then the the Packers versus the the Bears. Uh, the, Bears. the Bears. So it's only it's three games. They might have gotten luckier being in third place. Yeah, so there you go. So I don't know if I agree with your point on saying should they have gone 8-9 last year. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. You just say, hey, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. i got some new rules coming out in the NFL. Uh, We'll get to those in the next episode. Talk about some things that came out of the owners' meeting. That's on the way. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman, and this is the Steelers Standard. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. 